Welcome to Road School Moms Radio, where education meets adventure, right here on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Mary Beth Goff, the road trip teacher, sharing my adventures in homeschooling from behind the wheel of my RV, currently in America's backyard. And I'm Holly Giles from the Giles Frontier, sharing my experiences in parenting right here on my back porch in Central Florida. Join us as we share our Christian perspective on parenting and home education. So find yourself a quiet, cozy spot, and let's share a little time together. (laughs) You know, Holly, every time I come through here in Central Florida on your back porch, there's always something up with the weather. I know. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. So here we are, episode 178 at Road School Moms, and guess what it's entitled? There's no such thing as bad weather. (laughs) Well, you've been traveling, and you're coming back through Central Florida, stopping by. I am. And every time, actually, we haven't had any issues you haven't been here very long. Just I was going to say, are you trying to jinx the whole thing here? No, that's why we're talking about it. Is, what was it? We had tornado Almost, Yes, tornado. Yes. Wind All like All of crazy. our kids. And I was giving them instruction. Okay, we have to go in the hallway. <laughs> I was a little nervous. <laughs> just for a few minutes. And then what was the other thing? I the weather remember. thing. Was it, it was a lightning. Wasn't it lightning storm? Yes, it was a lightning storm. <coughs> oh, when we did the the prairie class, that the light we had lightning storm and weather wind. The wind was it was high winds. Yes, that's what it was. Trying to set there up. actually was lightning coming in the night before, and there was going to be rain and storms. But the next day on Prairie Day, Prairie Life Day or Pioneer Day, yes, it was going to be high winds, like forty mile an hour yes. winds or something crazy, which is not good weather to make butter in. No. It's not a good weather to do a lot of things no. in. But you know what? There is no such thing as bad weather on homeschool days. No, that's right. There and isn't. That's what we're talking about okay. today. Well, you had some great ideas on this subject. Well, you know, I think that it's so easy to talk about, oh, you're going outside and you think about sunny weather and you plan a picnic or you're going to the park and then at the first sign of a raindrop on your weather forecast, you most people immediately are like, oh, well, we need to reschedule that. And I just think that we should maybe rethink that because I think that you might find some of the best days you've ever had might be in the rain or in the snow or when it's not exactly ideal weather. I hadn't thought of it that way. We do kind of gear a lot of things we do, especially here in Central Florida, around the weather. We do. Whether we're in a lot of parts staying. Of, in a lot of parts of the country. This whether, is true. This is true. You know, whether you're in Florida where there's no snow, you might get a lot of rain, but back in north... It's all about snow and ice and things like that. Some parts of the country, it's it's about the wind. You know, if you're out in New Mexico, the wind will shut you down for the day just as easy as the rain might here in Florida. Okay. So what we want to talk about is not only what can we do during those mm-hmm. bad weather or no bad weather days. So let's say it's just raining. We, there's no lightning. There's no threat of any kind. It's right. just we're a not drizzle. talking about. Let's just put that PSA right yes. here. We don't we're going to make we do this not one. endorse. No. <laughs> we're not telling anyone to go outside and stand with their hand out for the lightning or anything crazy like that. I mean, we you have to be safe, obviously. That's not what we're talking about right. here. We're talking about taking advantage of the weather and I'm going to just say first of all, I know we can talk about the different things you can do on bad weather days, but 
for me, originally, this was probably back when I might have only had one or two kids and I thought everything was perfect and nobody got messy or whatever. The, the thing for me is, you know, I don't want them going out on bad weather days because I don't want to clean up the mess later. Right. If it's all wet and then they track in mud oh and then you got to clean the floor and then you got to wash clothes and, you know, you don't want to bother with that. Right. And I know my road school mamas that are on the road that are in RVs are like, what is wrong with her? Because <laughs> now amp that all up what you just said, except for put that into an RV. I can't imagine. Right. But honestly, it's okay because you strip that stuff off outside and I don't know, you just make it work. You just have to get over it. That's what I'm telling you. Get over that because... That you're missing out on some really good opportunities with your kids. You know what I think about some of the cutest pictures <clears throat> of children are jumping in water puddles. Right. The um, One of the show posts I have in the show post for this show, this podcast episode, is Tori in mud puddles. She had a complete blast. i done all kinds of video with her that, that day. And she had a complete time of her life. And I think kids, when you allow them to do stuff like that, it's very freeing for them. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed that? And they're giddy and they laugh and because it's almost like they're getting away with something. Right. You know? Well, you've given them a little freedom that yes. they didn't have before. And they thought, oh, well, you can't get wet because we're going to the store. Or we're going to grandma's or going to church. You don't want them to be wet when you get there. So if you're actually inviting them outside to get wet, they're like, What? What's my wrong mom, with you? <laughs> my mom's lost her mind. We better take advantage of it before she comes to her senses. Well, the even better thing to do would be you go outside with them. Yes, and, and I know all the ones. The, I hope you're still listening. You didn't just shut the podcast off. <laughs> but seriously, it's the truth. And if you really think back to some of the, you know, some good memories from your childhood, you can probably relate that back to, you know, going with your mom or a parent or whatever, and or grandparent or an aunt or an uncle. Maybe some, some of those memories. Look back and think about those times because I know I have. I do too. You know mm -hmm. what just popped in my head is a memory of being at my grandparents. And just that slow, steady rain, you know, happening. And just walking around with an umbrella. Just walking around out there and just looking around and taking it in. There's something soothing about rain, isn't it? Yes, I love rain. I love to hear rain on the roof at night and... I honestly even kind of like storms, even though I didn't like the I storm. I can, if they're not threatening. Right, exactly. If I'm safe and I know everyone in my house is safe and yes. all of that, then yes. absolutely. That's funny. I just thought about, I'm taking my own advice, but I can remember my cousin Sue, when it was storming to a couple different times, her thing was beans and weenies. I don't know what that has to do with it, but... <laughs> It just makes me Every think of her. Every time it storms, she ate beans and weenies? There was something about it. I don't know. I'm going to have to research that. We're going to have to talk about that on a different show. Yes. Figure out what's what's the score There's there. There's something about my cousin Sue, beans and weenies, and bad storms. And you know, this just popped in my head. We didn't even... These memories are just popping up. Isn't that funny? Right. When I was a kid, always lived in Florida. Hurricanes, of course, mm -hmm. have always been a threat since I was a child. And no matter what, we lose power. Right. That's just a fact of life. My mom, everyone had the hurricane lanterns that you have the kerosene, is it, was it kerosene, whatever, the oil right. that you light. So I have memories of you light the kerosene lantern and you're sitting on the floor playing cards. Mm -hmm. That's just what we did. Yeah. It was a normal thing. No matter where right. we were, go get the lantern, no big deal. You know, we didn't have all of the devices and weather radios and things mm -hmm. that we have now and I can see it vividly at 
different families' houses doing the same thing with those lanterns and playing cards. Right? That's so funny because I'm from up north and I'm not from Florida, but I can tell you that some of my (laughs) memories from back then also were of power outages because of snowstorms or ice on the wires or whatever. And I can remember being by candlelight or by flashlight or or whatever and playing cards. That's so so funny. That must be a universal thing. It's a universal thing. Yes. So there are a lot of games and different things that we can play inside, but Mary Beth and I are really trying. We want moms to really just enjoy the freedom with your kids and free yourself of that instinct. I think our instinct really is just is looking at the end. You know, kids don't see the end. They (laughs) see the here and now and they see the excitement. And as a mom, we see the end. There's mud, there's wet clothes, there's wet kids, possibly a wet animal involved. And oh, gosh. All that entails lies smell. on Ooh. you. Right. So our natural instinct is to halt that right. for them. But let go of that because it's really, you're robbing yourself and your kids of some pretty fun opportunities. And that leads to my next piece of advice for this. And that is, for bad weather, you have to invest in some outdoor gear. Now, I'm not saying that you need to, you know, get online and buy hundreds of dollars worth of things for the next rainstorm or snowstorm, but... I'm a thrift shop <clears throat> girl. Right. And it, that's a great place to go and invest in some... You know, if you're in a place where there's rainy season, then make sure everyone has some rain boots or mud boots. Make sure there's some umbrellas handy at the back door and that everybody has some sort of a raincoat. And I know that sounds crazy. You're thinking, well, I'm not going to go out and buy raincoats for all my kids and myself. Well, yeah, you need to do something. And that can be as simple as those poncho things. I was just going to say those poncho. Well, you can World get those for 25 cents at yes, Walmart. Yes, absolutely. And honestly, <clears throat> you can never get them back in a bag. It's just not happening. No, and you're probably, probably going to get ripped but up anyway. at the end of the season, you can get a nice a nicer heavy one really cheap right or at a thrift store and right. what we used to do we we live on a lake here we have a lot of mud and things we keep an array of sizes of mud boots mm-hmm. for kids that come here and we've done it since we've actually saved our kids or we'll pick some up at yard sales or something like that and that's we just keep them in the garage and so we always have some on hand a variety of sizes because mud boots are good for mud but they're also good for rain or soggy grass or you know all those right. different sand Some, even sometimes or early morning when it's dewy outside yes. you know that those are it's just a great thing to have outdoor gear don't limit what you're doing because of the outcome or because of the gear so it takes a little bit of planning for that but you really have to take advantage of the weather yes yes so let me talk to you about okay let's just talk about rain you know, okay. it's a rainy day, and, you know, my favorite thing for a rainy day is a scavenger hunt. You're looking at okay. me like I'm crazy, but... Are you scavenging inside or outside? No, get outside. <laughs> Quit this inside business. I mean, you're the nature person of I our I have group. curly hair. Oh, please. And you know what happens yes, to I curly do. hair when you go outside yep. in the rain. Just put a bonnet on it. A bonnet on it. Put a bonnet on that. That's what my grandmother used to do. She used to keep those... You know, I think they were rain hats. See, I and do. think about how much fun your grandma was because she had a rain hat and she didn't care about her hair outside. Well, she made sure it was tucked up under that rain See? hat. See, smart. So get yourself a rain hat. Okay. That's all, that's your challenge. All I right. want to see a rain hat the next time I get here. I have the boots already, and I just, you know, I just bought an umbrella for inside the house. I always keep one in the car. But for some reason, I didn't have one in the house. Right. When you're in the car, it's in the house. And if you're in the house, it's in the car. So 
It doesn't take a lot to invest in a couple of bucks. You can find them and put it one in each place. And you know what? Scavenger hunts outside on a rainy day are so much fun. I have one over at the learning shop at Road Trip Teacher. It's in my free printables. You can do one absolutely free on a rainy day. Think about the things that you can find on a rainy day that you don't find other days very easily. Okay. Frogs. Well, can we put a link for that in our show notes? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. So now we've got a scavenger hunt. We can do a scavenger hunt. Or we could just go for a walk. Walks are great. You know what you always see in... Why is that? Are there frogs? What? I don't understand. I don't know. See, there's... That's what frogs. you should be doing is thinking about frogs and all and the And then things. the next day there's always tadpoles. Right. All right. Those are all about frogs. And then we could start a whole life cycle thing. That's what I'm... And you know what? Get rainy, them in a jar. Right. Rainy, you know we love jars around here. Yes. Well, rainy days are good for insects and frogs and life cycles. That's a... And worms. Ooh, worms are fun. Yes. We have boys. You can tell. Yes. Worms, worms, worms. Well, we worms were just playing with worms yesterday <laughs> out at the park. That's right. With the fishing. For the yes. river, river class. That was so much fun. You know, the other thing you can do... If you want to make a, I'm not saying that you have to homeschool outside. Everything doesn't have to be a formal lesson, but you can even do fun things like, you know, calculate the rain, put some rain gauges outside, let your kids graph the rain or, you know, there's, I mean, you really can have some fun and bring school outside even on a rainy day. Well, it's a good time to talk about weather. You know, I have a good friend whose daughter was very interested in weather when she was younger, but... Uh, my friend didn't realize it at the time. You know what I mean? She yeah. was interested in different weather patterns and the clouds. And and then once she realized, hey, her daughter really has an interest in it, they kind of tied it in, you know, to their life and that type of thing. So maybe if you hadn't talked about weather before, it's a spur of the moment thing, but you could totally tie that into your day talking about Rain formation, weather patterns, the clouds, the different yeah. types of clouds. It's a great time to talk about And that. getting out and looking for them mm-hmm. and pointing them out and seeing them instead of looking at them in the book. Get out and look at them. Right. Well, you know, doing a unit study on things like that, that's a no-brainer for you and I because well, that's yeah. our first go-to. Right. But I'm talking about getting outside and seeing what 25-mile-an-hour winds feels like or <laughs> 15 or 5. And again, only if it's safe. Please don't anybody... Send me something from an attorney I was about say, Well, you know, hurt. we've done that before. Yeah. During the hurricane. We made that video during the hurricane. Right. I remember that was That hilarious. was hilarious. That's hilarious. But my point is, those are great. I mean, honestly. Yeah. It, it was a great memory for us as a family getting out there and doing that. Because it was a lot of fun. You know, we had been cooped up in the house. Because the hurricane, everyone was supposed <clears> to be in their house by like, Saturday night because the hurricane was coming and it didn't come and it didn't come and we were getting cabin fever. Right. And, and we, we had some energy out. outside. Right. And so that can be the same type of thing even just that's on exactly. a regular weather day. Yep. That's exactly what we're talking about. And if, you know, we've talked a lot about snow or, no, I'm sorry, we've talked a lot about rain and things like that because we're in Florida and that's where I spend some of my time also. But I'm from the north originally. And so I can tell you that, you know, bad weather up there can be like, you know, snow and sub-zero weather and ice and things like that. And so again, what do you do? Because I, I can't, you know, I'm not, I'm, I've been in it, but I've never lived in it. You have to do the same thing. You have to prepare yourself a little bit. So you can't, you know, go outside in your sweatpants. You have to invest 
and some hats and some mittens and some snow boots and some undergarments that are thermal and things like that. And once you've got that under control, then you do the same thing. You go outside, you bundle yourself up and you get yourself warm and you go outside because there are so many fun projects that only happen when it's snowing. There's all these <laughs> snowflake activities. I mean, it sounds crazy, but when's the last time? Well, I mean, I'm sure you've not built a snowman no. with your kids, but if you're from the North, when's the last time you actually went outside and, outside and built a snowman with your kids? I'm not talking about handing them the things at the front door and scooting them out right. and saying, you go out oh, there. I'm talking about, you know what it is, I bet is when you live in it, you don't see it for the beauty that it is. You're right. just, you just live in it and you deal with it. Right. That's exactly right. But there's so many things you can do like that. There, and there's snowflake activities. There's all kinds of, my goodness, ice projects you can do. I mean, if you want to be all sciencey and hands-on, you can find all kinds of crazy activities. I'll list some of my favorites in this podcast. But I'm, I'm really just talking about, okay, here's Throwing the Throwing yourself down and making snow angels. Okay, there. I was just, you're, you're so funny. You totally read my mind. Here's the three things I'm going to tell you. Snow queen. Number one seriously just go outside and make snow angels like my kids love to do that and that's a great memory right there number two pack up some hot chocolate and some sandwiches or, or cookies or whatever don't make it complicated grab something off the counter and go to the park and just see what happens your kids will look at you like you're crazy we're going on a picnic in the snow absolutely get your stuff on we're going on a picnic I mean, seriously, they will love it. And you'll be amazed at what you learn. And if you really want to do something fun, this is one of my all-time favorites. It takes a little planning. So the next time you're at the dollar store, get six or eight. You have to multiply your kids by maybe one or two, however many kids you have, times two. Get some of those really cheap spray bottles, but the kind that are the good ones, that'll actually spray a few feet. Like spray, like water bottles? Yeah, like like water bottles, exactly. And then you have those, and you'll need some rubbing alcohol, and you'll need some food coloring. And so when it snows quite a bit, then you fill those water bottles up, and you put... The ratio, I think, if I remember right, was 50-50 alcohol to water. I'm not saying you should put that much alcohol in there because you don't... You're trying to make sure your water doesn't freeze if you're going to be out very long. okay. But you don't have to do it that much because that's a lot of alcohol. I read that ratio the first time I done it and everybody was like, ah, they couldn't stand it. So I think we probably done it more like a third alcohol to two-thirds water in the bottle and then filled it with color. And then the kids went outside and they sprayed all kinds of crazy designs in the snow. Yeah, it was fun. And then that evolved into people trying, kiddos trying to mix the colors and make this color with that color. I mean, honestly, we've had a lot of fun doing that. I like that. That just reminded me of something silly, which I haven't done in a long time, you know, Mm -hmm. is it was one of those drizzly days and we homeschool, so there's nobody at the parks. Well, it's drizzling. Nobody's going to be at the park anyway. I made a thermos of hot chocolate Mm -hmm. and grabbed some muffins, whatever we had, grabbed some books, and we went to our local park that has a really nice pavilion, Mm -hmm. and we just sat under the pavilion. I read books, and we drank hot chocolate, and I really want to say that was a good six or seven years ago. But I bet your kids remember it. Yeah. If you ask them about it. Those are such good memories, and so that's what this podcast is about is there's no such thing as bad weather. If the forecast changes, if you have certain plans, don't let raindrops or snowflakes or a little bit of wind take, you know, take advantage of your day. And this, you know, you can, how many times have you planned an actual trip or a road trip or you're on vacation 
or you're actually having an event around something and the weather ruins it. Oh, right? many times. Right? Many times. So I think that it's such a good thing to teach our kids about not letting the weather ru- And of course, sometimes the weather ruins the day. I get it. I'm it not does, trying to be positive. but I know positive. what you're saying. We, we want them to not see it always as an end. Right. To how can we use it? What can we do now instead of, okay, well, we can't do anything what can we do? Right. And that's, I think that's a great way to take advantage of it. So I know that you can't stand not to tell us some things you can do inside. <laughs> well, I do want to tell you some things to do inside, but I wanted to share my story that I was talking about the snow with the boys. Yeah. Maybe we'll close with that one because I think that's what we want to tie up right. with. Okay. <laughs> There's going to be a day where it's lightning storm or it's snow storm and you're supposed to stay inside. Right. And sometimes you get cabin fever and the kids don't want to do lessons or whatever that you have planned. And so some things that we could do the other day, this in particular is really for middle school and up because we just watched it just because of the graphic kind of things in it is we aren't big television watchers. And I don't really use it a lot to teach. A lot of people do. They use Netflix and all that kind of thing, which is great. We just really haven't done that. Mm -hmm. But I had heard about this series called The Frontiersman on the History Channel. And they have different ones called The Men Who Built America. This one was The Men Who Built America, but it's The Frontiersman starting with Daniel Boone. And I don't know about you guys, but that really is our favorite time in history with my boys growing up. We've read all the books, all those type of things. But this program, there's been four that we've watched. Actually, because we had sick days is what was happening when we were watching this. And they were amazing. They went through Daniel Boone. They went through Lewis and Clark. They went to Davy Crockett um, and Kit Carson. Mm. And we had these huge history lessons. Now... For us, you know, Christian perspective is important, and that is in our homeschool. However, these programs have a lot to offer. So don't discount those type of things because of that. We learned so many things we didn't know before, and the key was I watched it with them. Right. Because it's so easy to say, okay, I'm going to run go do dishes and laundry, and you guys watch this. I was just as mesmerized as they were, and it started a conversation that lasted the rest of the day. Well, and those are this. such good times to pop some popcorn. Yes. Make, I know, it seems like I always want to bring snacks into things, but for me, I like to feed my family in all kinds of ways. The first way is physically. You know, and like popcorn's I want to, a treat. It's like, right. oh, okay, like it's movie in a popcorn <clears throat> right. kind but of a thing. That's a great way to, you know, snuggle up on the couch or throw out some blankets on the floor or how, wherever your movie place is. Yeah. And, and watch it with them. I love that. But then I was sharing that movie with you, Freedom. Mm-hmm. Should I share that with them? I think you should. Well? I love that. Is uh, only be, it was sick days. And I think we could tie in sick days with the bad right. weather. Because right. sometimes even when they're sick, you know, I made them. We all went out and sat on the swing. Mm-hmm. And just to get fresh air right. was super nice. But I had seen this movie come across. It was actually my Facebook feed a really long time ago. And I just hit save 
and I was going back through, and the movie is called Freedom. It stars Cuba Gooding Jr., and it is actually an Amazon movie. Okay. So it was made for Amazon. And I was gushing at Mary Beth about this movie. I really right. was. But again, I would say because of the graphicness of the historical points in it, it would you would need to use parental discretion on watching this movie. The movie is about the hymn Amazing Grace. And it sort of parallels the life of the man who wrote wrote it, Newton, um, John Newton, parallels with his grandson who is traveling the Underground Railroad. And throughout this movie, they bring in other hymns as the storyline goes, and you understand the hymn. So hymns you might have been singing your whole life or at church, at your grandparents' church, and all those different things that some of them you don't understand the background, right? And some of them kind of have right, I odd think it's so lyrics. fascinating where that where those things come from. Right. And they're, you think they're handed down from generation to generation and you lose the story right. of where it really came from. Definitely. And so many of them, so this story talks about the beginning times of slavery, bringing people over on these ships, which was horrendous. And slavery, at the ending of slavery, uh, the Underground Railroad and how all of that was. And, you know, I, I spent time with my older son teaching him about that. And as we're sitting there, my younger son says, where's the railroad? And I looked at him and I said, I haven't explained to you that there wasn't an actual railroad, you know. So we paused the movie. <laughs> we talked about it. And it was exciting for me to watch it with them because the intricacies of freeing these people was amazing. The signs, the symbols, the quilts, the lights, the different things that were necessary for a human being. And my sons and I still were like, we don't get it. I, I don't get slavery. I don't understand the mindset of how of it even happened, how it happened and <clears throat> how you can look at another human being and not believe that your brothers and sisters, I I don't get it. Mm -hmm. And my kids, it's almost, it's not a fairy tale, but to them, they don't understand how that could be. But this movie is fantastic because of the hymns that it brings to life. Mm -hmm. And they're playing the hymns as the scenes are taking mm -hmm. place. And you, you're like, oh man, that makes sense now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we could read that story in a book. <clears throat> It may be impactful. It may not be impactful. But to watch a movie, like a, you know, movies can really make an impact on history and how your children learn. And sometimes it's a better way for them to really grasp a serious concept or situation. And there was some, a little bit of, not comedy, but funny, um, a lot of serious. And in one part, um, Swing low, sweet chariot. You know, a man was being beaten. I mean, beaten almost to death. And he's singing this song. And he's basically begging God to take him home right then. And I never thought of, that's really that song, the story. Oh, where of, it came from. Yes. And tears filled my eyes. And you think about the impact that music had on people, mm -hmm. as it still does today. But really it just you know can impact your life 
And I love that I'm learning new things. I'm, you know, 47 years old. And I'm sitting with my right young alongside kids, your right kiddos. alongside them. And that's what I that's love best. That's the best yeah. part of homeschooling, yeah. really. Yeah. I'm so glad you shared that. You know, we should totally do a show, a podcast later on in our summer adventure series about homeschooling with movies because yes. I'm not saying that you should, you know, throw all your books away and just go to the movies, but I think there's a really a valid connection. I think there's a place. There is a it. definite place and there's a whole gamut of resources out there. So we'll do that. We'll do yeah, that. I would love to do that. Cause like I said, we don't, I don't use that a lot. We use a lot of audio, but I'm just telling you, I cannot stop talking about our sick week <laughs> and what we learned together, which sparked some really awesome conversations mm-hmm. with my kids that we might never have had before. And so those are always things to consider is what they can, what then you can come in and let, talk about and answer their questions and, and that type of thing is really right. good. I love all that. So Road School Moms, what you can take away from this episode is there's no such thing as bad weather. How do you take advantage of that? Well, you do have to do a little planning, which probably sounds a little crazy coming from me. <laughs> However, uh, you need to invest in a little bit of outdoor gear for wherever you are in the world. And you need to do a little planning. So maybe a few things you need to pick up at the dollar store or the thrift store when you're out and about. Definitely. Maybe even little, <laughs> even garden tools. Oh my goodness, little yes. shovels and a bucket. Right. Things like that. And then like Holly said, things like movies or audio or, or little things that you can save along the way. Facebook has a great save feature and and if that's where I got that from. Right. Or if you're, mm-hmm. you know, if you have a computer, save the digital copy on your desktop for a later time. Because th- what you don't want to do is for it to be pouring down rain outside and you to still be thinking about, oh, I wish I would have. You, you don't know, have anything in your arsenal. Right. You need to, right. you know, amp up your toolbox for those kind of days ahead of time. And, and also for cooking. That. Yes. Cooking together. If you don't way. do it already on a regular basis. You know, making something in the kitchen is always fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, books, there's books that go along with that that you might have on your shelf. Right. Or can pick up along the way. So I have two books for you. I have one called The Umbrella, which is by Jan Brett. And it is about an umbrella. And what happens with the little boy and his umbrella when he kind of doesn't pay attention to the raindrops and things and it goes off and isn't observant which is a great book we've loved it forever the second one is called sunbread and i love to make sunbread on a rainy day it's a great little book that has this recipe in the back and we've been doing it since my kids were super little so it's easy it's easy to do okay well you have my total curiosity peak so you know i can't <laughs> wait to hear all about that we'll make sure we put the links to that in the show post because I'm fascinated with what sunbread is. Sunbread is really yummy. Mm. Almost has a Hawaiian, you you know Hawaiian bread? Yes. It's kind of kind of like that <clears throat> a little bit. Awesome. But and it looks like the sun. Okay, well I can't wait to hear all about that. So, I know we're going to wind this up shortly, but tell us first, we want our moms to take away something. Okay. So what is, what is so your So what it is, I'm going to give you a story on, with my kids. And I had gotten to a point where it was very easy for me to, oh, you want to do whatever? Okay, great. Here's the stuff. And you go do it. I send you out in the yard and I'm going to hang back. And I'm not going to get in there and get my feet dirty and do all that. 
And the two boys, my two boys and I had traveled to Colorado. We went to take care of my nephews for a week while their parents went on a trip. The boys are in school. So during the day while the boys were in school, we would take day trips and we love Rocky Mountain National Park. That's our favorite place. We've Beautiful been going there out for there. years. Yes. And so we took day trips there. Well, it was still really early spring. There was still snow everywhere. So it wasn't like we were used to because we're used to going, you know, we can do hiking and walking around. And the boys were excited because there was snow on the ground, but, and it was packed and it was kind of icy, right? you know, and they wanted to go sledding. And so my cousin had left the sleds and stuff for us. And I was like, ah, you know, I've not really done that. And I'm a little nervous about that. And the boys had gear because she has boys, so they always have clothes out there, no worries. I don't really have stuff. Plus, I was afraid of falling, you know? Like, yes. I'm from Florida. I'm not used to snow. And everything was very icy. Well, as we traveled there, I was like, okay, well, I can't just sit in the car <laughs> and send them out there. I knew where we were going, and it wasn't like this huge area. But I thought, I've got to get out into the snow I don't have proper shoes so we stopped at a thrift store in Boulder and I found uh, snow boots so their boys like all right you know you've got the boots you're good to go and before before we had left it was trash day at my cousin's house and I said I everything is so slippery that I need those poles you know what I'm talking about those like yes so sticks yes there was a pair of sticks in the neighbor's trash. Oh, that's so funny. And that so, only happens to you, I, I swear. I know. You're like this thrifty So I'm like, all right, little. I got my sticks and I got my shoes, my boots. And I'm like, I'm just going to walk out far enough where I can watch you. Because literally there wasn't anyone out there in the park because it's, you know, <laughs> wet and icy and whatever. So the kids start to walk up the hill where you could sled and they're like, come on, mom. And I'm thinking, well, what if they fall down and get hurt? Right. Then I'm not there. So I'm going to have to try to do it. So I'm using my poles and I'm getting up <laughs> to the top. And I was like, okay, I can just stay here and watch them. Oh no. So they do a couple of runs and it's not, you know, terribly far to go down this hill and they are giggling. They are having a blast and we're, t I'm taking pictures and, they're begging, Mama, you got to do it. And I'm like, I am not getting in that little disc sled thing <laughs> and going down this hill. Like, why not? You know, it's so much fun. And all I can think of is I, if I break something, <laughs> I'm responsible for four children this week in a state right. that I don't live in, you uh -huh. know, all this stuff. And it wasn't my natural inclination to do it. And finally, Grant, who's my little one, and um, this was several years ago, and he was like, Mommy, please please get in the sled with me. And I was like, <sighs> okay, so I'm running down the scenario. <laughs> That's when you're like, what you know, time? <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm, are you sure? <laughs> yes, let's get in the sled. Let's do it together. And I didn't want to tell him no. So I gave Grayson all my stuff, you know, <laughs> like, okay, you, you, you're in charge of the stuff. If I, whatever happens to me. And we get in that thing and Mary Beth, I don't think I have giggled like that. <laughs> and I don't know when. Which made Grant giggle. Of course. We giggled so hard we couldn't control the, the sled. We were, our stomachs were hurting so hard that we rolled over and piled in the snow, laughed and giggled, and Grayson took a picture of us with my phone, which 
you know, he rarely does that, but he had the wherewithal to take this picture. And I showed you the picture. It's my yes. favorite one because... The smiles are so genuine. Yes. Oh, my we goodness. We had so much fun together. Mm-hmm. It was 30 seconds. I mean, all of 30 seconds. But I had let my guard down. Yep. And I had taken the time to just be and do with my kids, which I don't normally do because I'm in charge and I have to do this and that and the other. And they remember that day because we're in the middle of nowhere. There's nobody around. We're on this hill in Rocky Mountain National Park. And that is what they remember is their mama giggling (laughs) because they said, we've never heard you giggle like that, mama. That's funny. Which is kind of... Isn't that sad? Yeah, you know? I mean, it is. But I think that's just a reminder. I mean, we have, we can't be giggling all the time or nobody get anything no, done. No, we can't. But, but we it's good can't that they stay have in that, that mindset that's right. of we have to be the one to do this Everything. and that and the other. Right. Is those are the moments our kids are going to remember when well, we're like, let's go jump in that mud puddle. Right. You know. They'll remember those Forget days. about the mud everywhere and let's just do it. Right. You know. That's awesome. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. Even in bad weather. This is true. Well, you know, we have mud in here all the time. We have just given up here. <laughs> boys, where there's boys, there will be mud. This is true. So do you do that often? Or are you like me? Where you're more... I'm more like... I'm pretty reserved. I don't want to... Yeah. yeah. But I can tell you that, you know, the memories that have been made are the ones where you've let your guard down and you do that. And... I'm going to make a point to not let the weather slow me down. That's my no. challenge to you. You should do podcast. that while you're here in Florida. What can we get you out and do with your kids? I don't know. Well, well they're don't all think... out on a boat right now. Yep. Too bad we didn't go do that. <laughs> let me, you better be careful what you wish for because you can bet whatever I'm doing with my kids, you're going to be doing with all yours. All right. We'll do it. We might even take some pictures of it. We just might do that. <laughs> so road school moms, be prepared. That's the key here. There's no such thing as bad weather, so plan for it. And until next time, safe travels and God bless. Thank you for joining us for another episode. Please remember to share your review with iTunes. Stay connected with the Road School Moms team from wherever in the world you are. Like our Facebook page for all the latest news and join our private group for a more personal connection. You can also check our Pinterest boards for more resources and encouragement. Connect with me, Mary Beth, through my website at roadtripteacher.com. We invite you to leave comments, ask questions, and leave your prayer requests at roadschoolmoms.com. There, you can subscribe to our newsletter to keep up with all our adventures. To connect with me, Holly, visit thegilesfrontier.com. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.